Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 29 of WDW Happy Hour. My name is Matt Walsh. I am joined here. I usually don't give my last name, but I felt like it. It felt good. I'm joined here by Catherine Walsh, uh, my wife, same last name. You get the clue. Scott, Holly, and Rob. Do you guys want your last names? I would say we don't get last names. Yeah, <laughs> Holly and Rob Wozniak, also a couple, and Scott Eshelman. Solable. <laughs> Always solable. Single rider. Single, Single rider, yes. Single rider of this podcast. Um, I just want to say a quick uh, a quick thing up front. We are at our one-year mark. Our, uh, it's April 23rd um, when we're recording and releasing this podcast, 2017. And our first episode was published April 21st, 2016. So we've officially been doing WDW w Happy Hour for Uno Año. And... It's crazy. I can't believe that it's been a year already, guys. It's, it's flown by. Many yes. a Disney yeah. trip in that time. Many, many. Yeah. And I think I lost count. We've met a lot <laughs> of cool people. We've had a lot of great interactions with listeners. So thank you, guys. So one year. This one's going to be even better. Cheers. Year two. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. All right, so we are starting this podcast off with um, a segment we call Topping It Off. We start every episode with this, and Catherine is going to be doing our Topping It Off segment this episode. <laughs> Can you guys tell that I usually don't do the intro? <laughs> Topping It Off is where we, uh, <laughs> where we describe and talk about a drink or libation that you could find at Disney. So, Catherine, top us off. All right, gladly. Um, so my topping it off, I realized I we were we were picking them today. I was thinking about what I was gonna do, and we I went back historically, yeah. and I was like one year. I was getting real sentimental, <laughs> and I thought like the first five topping it off we did were like the best drinks in Disney World. Like it was Cronenberg Blanc, avocado margarita. It was like all of our like standards, like what we had sure. to have every time. But then I realized that I think every single time I've chosen something either from Trader Sam's or from the Cove Bar. I have not really, mm. um, I, um, I think every single you one did of You Cronenberg Blanc, right? I think that yeah. was the first yeah. one. Okay. okay, so I'm gonna go like far off my my comfort zone here and go somewhere where I have not been for one of my topping it offs. And that's in Disney Springs at Homecoming. I was wondering. So I, my topping and off drink is the Blue Hooch. Um, it is a blue flame moonshine, lemon infused moonshine, blue carousel, house made simple syrup, fresh lemon juice, and a splash of Sprite. Our strongest shine on tap. Um, and this is a beautiful blue colored drink and it is garnished with a, an orange. Um, I really liked this drink because I'm a, I'm a low standards kind of guy. I really just like yep. Miller Lite. <laughs> and like, if I go to the bar, we have a local bar, they have Keystone Light on top. And oh I my. just, I can just drink that like water. I'm a fast eater and a fast drinker. And this drink really made me slow down. Like you can't drink it fast, but it's really good. And it's not like you can't drink it fast because it tastes like nail polish remover. It you can't drink it fast and it tastes good, but like you want to pace yourself. So I think it's worth the money. They have large and small sizes of, of each of these drinks, I believe. And I think the smallest $12, the largest $20. And I got the $20 because I figured we were there for a really long time. We enjoyed our food, like we ordered drinks, we 
you know, we ordered food. It wasn't like we were just going for a drink and leaving, but like I could have bought three or four beers and had been spent having spent just as much money. Um, so I feel like it was worth the money, even though it was really expensive. And it was as strong as advertised. Oh yeah. But I didn't feel like absolutely dead, but I actually drank it within a span of like two hours. So mm. if you know, that it seems reasonable. I was feeling good after I had it, but I wasn't like, you know, dead. I had to go home. But um, yeah, so it's the Blue Hooch um, at Art Smith's Homecoming. Well, and at Homecoming, they probably have enough of that heavy food to like balance Soak out the, up. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Some biscuits. Oh, and... Yes, yes, I feel yes. Art Smith's Homecoming is like my next popular, like for drinks. They have some really yeah, good we'll, drinks. Yeah, I'm there. sure we'll be doing yeah. more drinks from there yeah they have a good menu plain jane over here well maybe you need to expand your horizons a little i guess or just try a different beer there you go either way there you go maddie you guys (laughs) you matt scott and rob are drinking right now in real life and it's 11 o'clock right now i succumb to peer pressure (laughs) here's the thing it's our one year anniversary (laughs) it's a bit of a celebration and 11 o'clock's my threshold (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay 11 o'clock i don't think that that's that bad i don't have it's one, like so. so close to lunch uh, right it's Wait, five what? o'clock somewhere yes okay <laughs> well like all like mimosas are acceptable at eight but i can't have a beer at 11 15 it's not 11 I'm, I'm glad that you're <laughs> knocking down social standards i have that's what i'm here for <laughs> It's kind of, oh it's kind of not your style, but that's all right. Yeah. So pop a top and join us. <laughs> yes, please do. Hopefully. So if you're listening to this after eleven fifteen, pause it. <laughs> wait until the next time where it's eleven fifteen a.m. and you're you know able to listen to a full podcast and then pop open a beer for the full WDW happy hour experience at work. <laughs> yep, especially if it's Tuesday and you're at your desk. <laughs> All right, so let's talk news. We've got a lot of news stories this week. So, Rob, what do we have? Okay, so I'll address this up front. I, on, if you if follow any Disney news sites or anything, a lot of sites will report rumors. We try to t- typically stay away from rumors that can't be verified by something Disney has done or said. At least and in it, our news segment, because if it's correct, you should, yeah, yes. you should um, assume that if we're reporting this as news, then it is confirmed news. Or, yeah, or maybe Disney hasn't said a hundred percent, but there's some sort of document, uh, the gondolas. Uh, you know, there's engineering schematics out there and things like that that they could be pointed to that are verified. So. When you see a lot of rumors out there and we don't talk about it, it's probably because it's not officially recognized by Disney. So the first one is um, Uber-like service to begin soon at Walt Disney World. Now, again, Disney hasn't officially announced anything about this, but they have begun hiring drivers. So what's, um, I'm curious, um, what's the source for this? Where did you see this? This is WDW News Today. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, but they do, they report a lot of rumors. There's a lot of sources, um, you know, online and with varying um, levels of reputation. And I think there are a few that, like, that report rumors that often end up being... Sure. ...being confirmed, so... Yep. So this, there's no timetable, it just says launching soon, and it's going to be a door-to-door transportation service between the theme parks and resorts... 
They're looking for cast members that have at least one year experience and can answer any question guests might have about their vacation. This is good if they can keep the cost similar to the cost of what Uber is now. It will be more. It will for sure be more. And, and if they don't eliminate Uber from being able they to drive They absolutely will. They would not be doing this unless they realize that. Because we've, like, we've talked about on, on this podcast many a times about how we're like, don't be afraid to use Uber because it's great and it's affordable and you don't have to wait for the buses. And don't think that Disney doesn't notice the <laughs> proliferation of That's people a- using Uber as a means of transportation and how they can fleece that and eliminate it. <laughs> so I would think that if this is confirmed and this gets put into put into production, you best believe that you won't be able to catch an Uber uh, on Disney property anymore. One would think. Right. I don't. I, I don't I, like. No, I'm, I mean, I'm not excited. I, about I, that. Agree, I agree with why they're. I think they know how many Ubers are coming through the security checkpoint because they have to go. They're just like a cab or anything else to pick up at least at a resort, right? So they have to have some sort of data on here's what we're losing out on right. monetarily, right? So I think they know they can make money on this. I just, if it's so much more, say it's double the price of an Uber, right? Something that's $7 today is now $14. Nobody's going to use it because people know what an Uber should be down there. So, right. Um, I don't know. I, I'm hoping it, st- it stays very close to. But if they if they actually ban Uber from Disney, well, then property, it's a monopoly, right? Then and it's then, a monopoly, and they can do it, and people will still use it. Yeah, and it is private property. They could ban it. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I don't know how excited I am about this. I was going to say, like, we always take an Uber to the airport. Like, if they decide to ban oh, Uber, good point. yeah. <laughs> and the price goes up. Can you imagine the cost to take this service to the airport? So or you take can the even bus get it to Disney Springs and then walk outside <laughs> of the walls of Disney Springs to one of the hotels on Buena Vista. I know that's mm-hmm. and yeah. that's bullcrap. But yeah, I, again, this is all conjecture. Yeah. I mean, right. but I'm I'm excited to or not really excited, but just eager to hear more information about this. I think it's a reasonable speculation based on the fact that they're not going to want to start a new service and have to compete yeah. when they don't have to. One thing that also concerns me is, you know, Disney, as far as an application developer, I mean, just look at my <laughs> Disney experience. Like, the thing that's good about Uber and Lyft is that the application is reliable the back end of what makes that run with their GPS, with their integrated, um, you know, uh, with all of their payment card stuff works. And it's something that you don't worry about. It worries me to have a Disney branded application that works like Uber because their apps all suck and their online presence is crap. So Wait, like, but I think you're making a, an assumption there's going to be an app associated with this. How else would they do it? Magic bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you're staying at a resort. You just go just like you would ask for a cab. There's either drivers waiting or the bell sir, or the the, the bellhop or whatever. Yeah. Like the the people out front yeah. request one for you. You get in the car. You scan your magic band. They have a credit card reader. Something. Say where are you going. There's go no indication. Card. There's any app 
Yeah, but the thing that's good about Uber is that yeah, but then how are they? How are the uh, how are the users of this service looking into how much it's costing up front? The good thing about good Uber point. is you're is you're able to say like, okay, right. I'm here, I'm going here. I can look on my phone and say, this is going to cost me about this. If there's no upfront, if there's no forward facing model, then you're just scanning your magic yeah, band and being like, hoping this is cheap. That's that's a taxi <laughs> though. I mean, yeah, taxis have existed for, for years yeah. in that principle, and I could easily see Disney doing that. Would taxis also be banned? Good point. I don't yeah. know. And I mean, could you go? How can you ban Uber drivers and not ban taxi drivers? And Disney's in I, 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 Yeah, yeah. I believe there's some sort of. I mean, they provide the Magical Express. Right. Those buses are Mirrors buses, which further complicates things. Well, that's why it's banned at the airport. It was because of their contract with Mirrors that you can't pick up at the airport. You Uber. can, but it has to be black. Right, right. Which, is, the which is the higher yes. end yeah. Uber service. My cheap ass doesn't even <laughs> think that consider doing the Uber Black. I just can't even fathom paying that much. You're right. But um, it'll be interesting to see if you can go to like Universal, or is this just like Disney to Disney? Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be Disney to Disney. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I can't imagine the cast yeah. member talking to you about Universal. Yeah, right. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> There's just like a, an electric fence on the outside of Disney yeah. property that they're. You get, they're you get in the car and you say, I'd like to go to Universal. And they say, Would you like to go to Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom? Mm-hmm. It's a human being. Like, what? No. <laughs> no, I said Universal. Did you say Disney Springs? <laughs> it, it, How's Wizarding World Why Harry don't you Potter? Just tell Who's me? Harry Potter? Why don't you just tell me what your movie is? <laughs> I th- that's, it, for the, that's for the sign. It would be interesting fans. to see how they. How they develop this, right? Is it, I'm I'm just thinking like, are the drivers sitting at a resort like a taxi is now, and they yeah. just pull up and you go, whereas Uber, they come and get you. You know, somebody claims the fare, and they make the trip to you. So don't know. We'll find out. And, yeah, and, and availability too. Like, are you going to be waiting forever? Like, oh, we've only got. 40 drivers out in the fleet right now and they're all busy so we'll have someone get to <laughs> right, like I mean, Uber's like free free roaming like you know it, it picks up based on the yeah. best time to you like so how do you know like all the drivers aren't busy right if you're at the boardwalk till midnight or one which mm-hmm. is cons- we've been yeah. in those situations yeah. is there nobody uh, you know providing us th- and that's probably a yeah, very busy time for Uber point. So property. Disney, if they do implement this, um, face an interesting uh, hurdle. It's that they not only have to incentivize the people who would use the service, but you also have to incentivize the people who would be drivers, like Uber does. Mm-hmm. So whatever, we'll, 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 we'll report really, back yeah, on yeah. that once we I get. I have a lot of concerns with it. I do as well. I, yeah. I think that's mine. Mine is the airport. Yeah, because the you. Magical Express, they pick you up what three, four hours. Oh, I know. That's why we. I mean, I guess Uber, you can schedule so. a different one, but yeah. It's, Pain. All right. Well, okay. what's, uh, what's your next story? Oh, the next yeah. one. Uh, Club 33 coming to Walt Disney World. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so um, for those unfamiliar, Club 33 is an exclusive restaurant slash membership. Um, and lounge. Th- at, what's that? And lounge. Yeah. And, um, at um, the Disneyland Resort. And it's also, I didn't realize there's other Club 33s. Yeah. In, um, in, like in Japan, isn't there one? Yeah. I know there's one in Tokyo. I believe there's one in Paris. Don't quote me on that one. Um, but the rumor is that these, again, this is, there's an official Club 33 Walt Disney World 
email address. So Disney's not confirming this, but they established an email address. So the speculation is that there's going to be a club or a restaurant at all four of the theme parks. And it's going to be themed on Walt and Lillian Disney's travels around the world. So right now... That gives me chills just hearing that. Yes. Right now, the initiation fee for a membership at Disneyland runs from 40000 to 60000 and then and then annual dues annual are, dues of 15,000 correct so if the five of us <laughs> get, <laughs> for, so get one, one person so you're going. telling me there's a chance <laughs> um i yeah i mean it's exciting um i'm curious as to cuz i i read some articles about this too and uh they said that this will not be connected with the Disneyland Club 33 membership. That is correct. Nor will it be connected with any of the other uh, uh, international Club 33. Meaning you purchase a membership to the Walt Disney World. That doesn't entitle you to. They were not entirely clear about if there's going to be one at four of the parks. They did not say, like, am I purchasing my membership for the Magic Kingdom Correct. park? Or am I purchasing a Ma- a Walt Disney World? Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I want Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I actually really think it's the latter, where you make a bid for which one you belong no, to. No, uh, it can't be. Mm-mm. It can't be. You think it's for that all? much money? The Disneyland, so the Disneyland one now works for Club 33 in New Orleans Square, and also... Uh, but the one in 1901. 1901. But I yeah. think that's a different tier. I mean, right. you can tell none of the five of us are Club 33 <laughs> members. We are not balling that hard. No, we are not balling that hard. <laughs> if I lived in California, I would maybe consider balling that hard. Um, yeah, I, I believe it's a different tier of membership. Right, that and, and that probably explains yeah, right. the, the range. But you could do like a one or all four. Man, wouldn't it suck if you got stuck with Hollywood Studios like right now? Like if this is supposed to open at the end of the year, that means it's gonna be there before Star Wars Land or Toy Story Land. Unless opens. I could get into that one for cheaper now. Oh, that'd be good. Like, like buy grandfather low. <laughs> grandfathered in at a low price. And where are these gonna be? That Red that to me is the fascinating part. I think about that's this. exciting to think about. I mean, yeah, you could spend hours speculating or thinking right. about Does the different options. Does anybody have like a dream location at any of the four parks? Because I would want one in the Grauman's Theater. I feel like that would be like the LA, like mm-hmm. Walt and Lillian, like settling in LA. But there's also the Carthay Circle model at at, at Hollywood Studios, which, which is, is tiny, but it, it's nothing like the one in California. Right, but. right. There's probably spaces and things that we are certainly not aware of. Like, oh, is, yeah. is there meeting space above? the Chinese theater, right? I mean, yeah. and they just have to convert it, put in a kitchen. Yeah. Um, Epcot, I can see the World Showcase somewhere. That would be yeah, cool. like a hidden one, in, like above Germany or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think it would make more sense in that they would do it in a future world because they have more real estate. But if it's like Walt and Lily's adventure. Travels. Travels. Around the world. That's yeah, when they went to so. space. <laughs> yeah. They went to, outer, went to the moon. <laughs> I want one in the tree it's, of it's life. It's ambition space. Yeah, well, they did. Well, they did go to. Um, oh, really? That, thanks for telling us that it was a joke. 
By the way, can we just talk about it? That I have like this weird pet peeve when someone go someone makes an obvious joke and then goes like, I'm just joking. Like, yeah, I knew you were joking, Rob. I knew that there wasn't actually a Club 33 in Mission Space. <laughs> Jesus, Rob. <laughs> Animal sorry. Kingdom, I wouldn't even know oh, boy. where you would put Club 30. Right in the middle I'm of the thinking Savannah. somewhere maybe in like... There's room outside Asia, Asia. Or yeah, yeah. Africa. Didn't they just, go on an African uh, safari? I feel like that was one of the. How about trips. something overlooking the Kilimanjaro? That yeah. would be awesome. That would be so sick. That would yeah. be awesome. That would make the one at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to incentivize these that, like, you know, Animal Kingdom is probably not the most popular park of all four. People are probably going to want mm. the Magic Kingdom. And you got to walk across the rope bridge to get to it. <laughs> the Magic Kingdom, though, like. <sighs> well, that'll be the most intriguing. That. Do you guys think they're Beast holding out castle. for um, for uh, and oh my god, why can't I talk? Are you guys? Do you guys think they're holding out for an official announcement till uh, D twenty three this year? Maybe, maybe yeah. I think that would make sense. It's pretty crazy though that they're saying the end of the year because Club thirty three and Disneyland broke ground in the early sixties and didn't open until after Walt died in sixty seven. And Disney so, doesn't notoriously move fast with well anything, so <laughs> that makes me a little for nervous. them to right. The, the speculation is this fall. That's that insane. means they have to be working on these these right places. Now. That these are all scoped out locations to suck. Mm -hmm. So I, they have to be in existing structures again. Right. Yeah, this is just conjecture. Sure. But, I mean. This is another one that seems like pretty reputable, like the Uber service. Well, they wouldn't have. I mean, they wouldn't have established an an email for more information. Yeah, and everybody that has written to the to the email has just gotten a canned uh, statement, statement yeah, saying we'll provide you more details when they become available. Yeah, so should be exciting. Yeah, I'll be so, I'll be excited to talk about that as we start to see if right. we start to see more information. All right, next group is, uh, or next news item is a set of like three different items uh, as it relates to Star Wars land. So last weekend was the Star Wars celebration and was in Orlando. Do you know any details about this? This kind of caught me off guard, this what? whole convention for Star, is this an annual thing? Star Wars celebration? Yeah, yeah I didn't dude. know, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, dude. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Come so. on, man. Yeah, they've done it every year for like... Is it always in Orlando? No, last year it was oh. in Anaheim. Actually, I think the past two years it was in Anaheim. Scott? Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the first... <laughs> I'm drinking a beer and nodding my head. <laughs> yeah. This is great for... Yeah, um... I don't know when the first Star Wars celebration was. Um, I've never been. Okay. Uh, I do celebrate Star Wars at home. That's like the that's like the guy who's like not really religious. He's like, I don't go to church, but like I celebrate. <laughs> I, I pray at home. That's like Star me not going to Star Wars celebration. But yeah, it's in Orlando this year. They do it every year, and it sounded huge. I saw some of the pictures of the convention floor, and it was incredible looking. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so out of this, they did several panels, and the first one was about the location or the theming of the new Star Wars land. So it's going to be a land that is new to all of us, um, and it's going to be a mysterious destination somewhere on the Outer Rim, lying on the edge of the unknown regions. It's a remote village that was once a busy crossroads, but now that there's light speed travel, it's become a little rundown. 
I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> so it's home to smugglers, rogue traders, adventurers traveling between the frontier and uncharted space. It kind of looked like Tatooine, but not Tatooine from the pictures that I saw. <laughs> yeah. Like, almost a, a cross between Tatooine and Endor, if that's... The forest plant? The what? The forest plant. Where Ewoks are? Yeah. Almost like, because there are, like, Those trees and tree, things. Like, so, like, if you kind of took that, like, architecture from Tatooine, mm-hmm. crossed with, like, the trees and... It's interesting that they chose there. to was, not make it a duplicate of a planet from the actual movies. Well, it will be. Or is right? this a movie that they're kind of using from movie? I think it's part of the new movie, isn't it? No, that was oh, not no. my under, that was not my oh. understanding. They did this in order to make the story um, congruent. Canon. Canon. Thank you. Canonical. Yeah, so you could have you were characters. Killed. There are like some Star Wars fans <laughs> listening. Sorry, who just that won. this is you. Go ahead, if you... No, just the Star Wars... People take Star Wars canon oh, I really know. seriously. I know, I know. Certainly. Throwing around words like congruent. Canon. So what do you have to say? I just you to clearly give... have something to freaking say. I just wanted to give some historical context that the first Star Wars celebration was in 1999 to uh, coincide with The Phantom Menace. And at first it wasn't an annual event. Um, they had one in 2002 coinciding with Attack of the Clones, and then another one in 2005 to coincide, obviously, Revenge of the Sith. But then, basically, they've um, had ones in Japan since then, in Europe, and in I think in 2008 is when it started basically becoming uh, an annual event. It was in Anaheim in 2015, and then in 2016 it was... In, announced that it was in Orlando, so I don't think it's like a it's like a Comic Con. It's not necessarily an annual thing. I think yeah. it just happens really around big Star Wars events. Although now that there's Star Wars being pumped every out year. every year, <laughs> right. and since Disney's got a hold of it, I wouldn't be surprised to see it become officially an annual thing. But yeah, good to know. Yeah, yeah. So th- the land they said um, there's going to be. It seems like it's going to be extremely interactive. So they're saying decisions you make throughout the day will affect your experiences. So there's a lot of conjecture around what that means. Does that mean you make certain decisions on games, on uh, attractions, affects who you see? Or does I'm just thinking like, say you join a, a, a squad or something on an attraction, like when you're walking around the land, is like stormtroopers come after you? And I think say, the like, specific. I, I'm just, uh, the specific example that they used was there's going to be a ride or an attraction where you basically are piloting the Millennium Falcon. And one of the developers had stated that in kind of a tongue-in-cheek way, depending on how well you handle the Falcon, like if you return it in one piece or if you kind of totally trash it, depends how someone in the Star Wars universe might interact with you during the day. And then the guy next to him basically was like a certain furry someone who sounds like so they basically said that there's a ride or attraction where you're piloting the Millennium Falcon based on how you do Chewie might be mean to you or might be nice to you and that was the example does that mean you have to wait in line for Chewie to find out if this is their example and that's all that it is I'm going to be so ticked because that's like (laughs) 
That's like so yeah. like that's such a like a Disney marketing ploy like oh it's all going to like be like choose your own adventure. It <laughs> I know. You guys have been there before so I'll look to you. I think all three of you have been there. Is is Harry Potter uh, like the wizarding world of Harry is there any sort of interaction yeah. or anything well, like that? Like that? No, not not in that way cuz like as it relates to a ride, no. But I would say the cast members are all fully immersed in their okay. roles. Yeah, that's, that's so if true. you're in the wand shop, you're not going to have someone come up to you and say, oh, did you want to buy a wand? Like, they're actors, okay. like, you know, talking to you as if you are in, you know, Ollivander's wand shop buying a wand. But there's no kind of technology like you are on a ride and you perform a certain way and then later on you have an interaction with a cast member who based on your earlier performance in the day it changes your interaction. That is something that hasn't been seen but at a we theme park. don't know that. Again, yeah. We, we don't know that for sure as it relates to Universal because we also haven't done like a lot of the stuff for the kids like they have a game where you buy a wand and you can go around uh, Diagon Alley and you know make those sprinklers mm -hmm. sprinkle on the wall or you know make the frog croak like you can do all these things that you know depending on whose wand you have what if you have Voldemort's wand or what if you have Harry Potter's wand I mean they they could do different things. I we don't know that. We've never played that game, but I like there is a different immersion there than there is at anything Disney. I'm trying to think what's a highly what's a highly themed area in Disney that's like not Pandora. Um Cars Land. Cars Land. Like they don't treat you like you're no. in Cars Land. They don't like say like If you win like, or lose the race, it's not like your interaction with any of the <laughs> cast members or with um you know, the uh, actual cars like Mater out near the Cozy Cone. It's not like it's Second win. place is for losers. <laughs> you lost. Get her done. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see if, like Catherine said, if it's just kind of them trying to build up. But, but they made it seem like the impression I got from D23 two years ago was that the people who work in the restaurant are, are going to be acting essentially they're not going to be like waiters yeah like it's gonna they might be in full costume or yeah. like fully done up so star wars is probably one of the few properties where you could actually get somebody to do that to like go in and dress up as you know an admiral akbar type character <laughs> to work the bar yeah that I mean, would be awesome i would love to be like a bartender like done up be a mon calamari scott, I was gonna shut say, up scott, not shut all up. mon calamaris are admiral akbar mm. types okay? i was doing yeah. that for our listeners he was dumbing it down for you people <laughs> <laughs> scott is our biggest star wars fan oh for sure. oh, oh you're hurting maddie's feelings no i'm not no, but, i fully but concede it's true yeah you're you're more of a, a star wars fan than i am <laughs> All right. Other Star Wars news. Um, the, the planet of Crate is going to be featured in Star Wars The Avengers Continue attraction at both Hollywood Studios and Disneyland starting December 2017 when Star Wars The Last Jedi is released. So much like you went to... Um, I'm blanking on the planet. Jakku. Uh, Jakku. Uh, for, they had for over... A year? It was a long, yes. a long time where you were always Forever. getting that scene. I'm assuming it's going to be similar. 
So I really wish they would just sort of randomly put it they in. They do now. No, no, no. I mean the, the new planet that oh, they're going to yeah. do. So that you don't always, always get it. Unless you're there within the first month. I say one month and done. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Because then if you really want to see it, you'll make a trip. Yep. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you really want to see it, you'll ride the ride repeatedly <laughs> until you get it. Yep. True. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a quick one. And then finally, Star Wars related. Disney has released a survey hinting at a boutique Star Wars resort with premium experiences. So they've been <laughs> they've been sending uh, surveys asking um, guests their interest in an all-inclusive two-night immersive resort experience at Walt Disney World tailored around the Star Wars universe. So it would be a story-driven entertainment experience as it unfolds over the course of a two-night stay. Prices noted as $900 to $1,000 per person. Hi. It includes breakfast, lunch, table service, dinner, live entertainment, access to the Star Wars theme land at Hollywood Studios. You didn't say alcohol. I'm, it did, I'm no. a no-go. Um, this is, again, this is strongly just rumored. There's no indication. It's a survey. They, they did this... Um, a while ago around a Haunted Mansion theme resort, which we know didn't come to fruition. Um, and a single tear drops from Holly's eye. Yeah, so what are your thoughts? Not interested. Uh, 900 to $1,000 per, per person? person? For two nights. Not interested. <sighs> no. Mm -mm. Agreed. I mean, that's, even and, and for me, that's a lot for Star Wars. They're calling it boutique, so what yeah I mean, a couple hundred rooms maybe if that is yeah. what I, do what's it, I don't know if there's a definition yeah, for yeah, a no, boutique means just it's not like a mass produced like it's gonna be probably all in one building I would I say mean, it really depends on what it includes completely. I'm just thinking what I don't know what word you use, a sensory experience. I just like picture like is there's a cast member in your room like giving you a massage when you go to bed and they're, they're dressed, dressed up like, they're dressed up a, as a Twi'lek yeah, yeah. with the head the head, the head tails. Yeah. That, that is exactly <laughs> and like you have a droid in the bathroom yeah, serving you your drinks. You get, yeah. oh. droid you get brings a, your room you service. Yeah, yeah, that would be Ula. cool. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's just what I picture. Like, this. see, now we're talking I'm about every need. Yeah, I, would, but I still can't, I would go. I can't spend that. that I would. Just, I would two nights. Uh, in, but know. like, I would have to be dedicated only to this for two. You wouldn't I go mean, right. You couldn't do anything else. It's not like you would stay there as a vehicle to go to other parks. No, like, you would it, have it that. It would be like would be fully like yeah. that. Would be it. Yeah. So it would be like a separate vacation. You mentioned what was the last thing you mentioned the, with with what it included with Star Wars Land. Oh, it's just as access. It just says access. Oh. So, so maybe so a the second entrance. Yeah, yeah, the speculation is it would be somewhere, and they have the land to do this. Yeah. Um. So it would be adjacent to. The new Star Wars land. They just stick you in like a little coffin hotel on what used to be uh, hey, Watto's Grotto. If food and drinks are included, then I'm in. Okay. I think it's way more reasonable, but all inclusive. That's a lot of money. I don't think it's all inclusive. Uh, this isn't a sandals type deal. Oh, come on, like nine hundred sandals for Coruscant. Nice. <sighs> oh man. <laughs> That just so, cracks me. I up. say no now, but if it was there, right, would I, I do it. Ah, probably so. Who we fooling? What have we done that we have? So, what has Disney released recently that we've really said no to? I'm saying no based on the limited information I have now. 
I need more info. So you see Ula, and then you're yeah. gonna be like, yeah, give Ula. me that foot massage. Yep. <laughs> if I you can get weirdo. like free fast passes on some of these rides, there are a couple free fast passes in. That's some that'll do it. That'll do it. A thousand dollars. Some behind the scenes stuff, like. Well, it's interesting they say no, Star Wars Land because does that mean you're not allowed to go to the rest of Hollywood Studios, like? The, like maybe yeah. it'll be like a night it would probably be like the parks closed and it'll be like a nighttime thing that only Star Wars lands similar to what they're doing with Pandora for the opening <laughs> hey George I'd like to go see Aerosmith Lisa not look at Aerosmith me only know the lunar modes once more, Wait, the, the, modal the modal nodes. I might change is, my tune. What are their, who's the band leader of the modal okay. nodes? Okay. All right. Figure and Dan, now shut up. Figure and Dan, she's a nerd too. <laughs> um, well, we've nerded out on Star Wars for a while. Let's nerd out some okay. more. So Oscar winner Alan Menken will perform a one-man show at this year's D23 Expo. Boy, yeah, 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 so Alan Menken... Famous for Everything. songs and music, Everything. yeah. Every the list, the list just goes on and on. Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Pocahontas, mm-hmm. uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Herc. uh, Hercules. Hercules, yeah, Enchanted, Tangled. So uh, he's going to be doing two shows, uh, one thirty and five o'clock in Hall D twenty three at D twenty three Expo. Yeah, so this is replacing the interactive panel. <laughs> That Matt made us go to. <laughs> I enjoyed it. We got a free character. He convinced me to buy the uh, PS4, the Darth Vader PS4 yeah. version. So I'm excited about this. This is. I will definitely wait for this. Um, I don't think you'll have to. I know that sounds that's terrible. That's a huge room, and it's but on I Sunday. I do not think you will Good. have to wait for this. Good. I, I hope that's the case. Yeah. Um, we got to see Alan Menken and Richard Sherman perform the first time we went to... Uh, it was four years ago at this point. Yeah. Mm. It was amazing. But it was a much smaller room. Yeah, the, it was the, like half the size. And it was... Um, it was... We were like the first in line. I would say it's more than half yeah. the size. Quite yeah, frankly, it was it, I mean the small. the room for the expo that we saw the the animated panel last year. That's a huge, huge, yeah. huge it's gigantic. room. What do you think that holds? I Is think it... they said seven thousand. Okay, which is similar to Hall H and, and Comic Con in San yeah. Diego. It rivals is... Hall H and it's gigantic. Um, it's different from Hall H for those who have been to um, San Diego Comic Con, and that Hall H is kind of vertical, so you have the stage, and then you have kind of like a it long, goes back farther. It goes back farther, and whereas. Um, the one at D23 is more of a horizontally expansive room. So yes. you have... So, like, even if you're in the back, you're pretty close. You just have more D23. space to the left and right of the stage. Um, but, yeah, the room that we saw Alan Mankin and Richard Sherman was... I, I mean, not intimate, but it was it was also suited towards music. It was a... It was stadium like seats. It was yeah. an amphitheater with, you know, reasonable acoustics. So, um... He's great. I mean, he's just so awesome. He is... So, so, so talented. Yeah. And he just, like, tells great stories about his music. Yeah, they said he's going to enter anecdotes is what yes. they said. Oh, um, yeah. Line yeah, them into the music, so. <laughs> yeah, he, like, will tell a story and then do, like, two or three songs in a row and then tell another story. It's, it's really I, good. I, I, I watched him fell into a YouTube rabbit yeah. hole of some of his performances, <laughs> and it, he's extremely engaging. and That sounds very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I so. think I think that'll be an easy one to get into. I was actually like praying. I saw that headline. I was like, "Don't be Saturday night. Don't be Saturday night." But it's not, so I will. I will be there. Yep. 
All right, and our last news item finally, um, <laughs> and what we're all here for, specialty drink details um, at Pandora. So Disney announced a few of the specialty drinks, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic, that'll be available at the quick serve and drink station. Um, so at the drink station, the Pongu Pongu, um, there's going to be a Night Blossom. So this is a non-alcoholic mix of limeade combined with apple and desert pear flavors. Finished off with passion fruit baba, boba, 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 boba. balls. The bubbles. Boba yeah. bubbles. Yes. That looks good. Yeah. Um, the second one is a Mora frozen margarita. For adults only, it says. <laughs> we'll feature tequila mixed with strawberry and blood orange flavors. The topper here is strawberry boba balls. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really doubling, doubling up on these boba balls. I can't, says, wait, I can't wait for the first parent who gets that and then hands it to their kid, not realizing. Think I think it's, can't wait for I think that? it's yep. weird I will that they're laugh. putting a non-alcoholic item in, in that. Because, like, like, you go to, like, the margarita cart... You know it's for adults, but if there's a drink there that like seemingly could be for children, yeah, I, mean, I think you, that is a little confusing. You look at that, yeah, you, you would assume know. there's alcohol. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, looking forward to might have been a bit strong, but <laughs> I will be amused by. It says um, it could be purchased with or without a souvenir Pongu Pongu mug. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's the mug. It looks like, oh, Jesus. Sorry. Looks, Looks like, like Jesus? Jesus? No, no, I screwed up my iPad. Oh. Um, it, it, it's a glass with what looks oh. like a wood base. I, I don't know what material that, that is. That can't be it. No. It's going to say freaking Pongu. Or Pongu they don't Pongu. have a language. Well, then there'll be little dashes on it. I don't know. But... That was a Bob sound. Yeah, yeah. It's going to have little dashes on yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. And then cool. um, at the canteen, the Satuli canteen, they're going to have um, Banshee wine. So they were able to find a Napa Valley winery that serves Banshee wine. So they're going to have a Chardonnay and a Pinot Noir. Wait, this is from Napa Valley? I thought they milked the Banshees. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even on site. How would you like to be the owner of that winery and Disney comes knocking on your door and says, we want your Banshee wine. And you're like, money! (laughs) Yeah. They're going to have a Dreamwalker Sangria uh, that will be distinguished by its blue hue with a splash of blue carousel. That's the one I'm looking forward to. That does look delicious. And then the thing I'm excited about, uh, they're going to have two uh, ales available for those beer drinkers. Hawks Grog Ale with fruity hops and Mora High Country Ale, a malty amber. They'll also be on tap at Pongu Pongu. So, the one beer is green in color. Yeah, I saw that. It's um, weird. It looks like St. Patrick's Day, like if you ever had the, <laughs> yeah. a keg of Miller Lite yeah. or whatever. Eagles um, beer. Yeah, it's... It, it's Eagles um, That doesn't look too appetizing, but I'll still drink it. <laughs> yep. so, Take one for the team. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about it. The, the margarita sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm sure we'll be trying all of these. Yeah. In May. Yep. That's Cheers! It. So that's it. Yeah. Cool. News-wise. All right. That's a lot of news. Yeah. 
So now we are going to kind of touch on our main topic for just a little bit here. Uh, we had a listener uh, send us a message this week. So I just want to shout out to Matt Kaufman. Um, he also gave us a really nice compliment. So Matt, whatever you said in your message really struck a chord with me. That's like the nicest thing you can say, not only about podcasts, but my personality. That's a really like, just like anything to say about like all of us. I think it's very, very nice that we're negative, positive, and sarcastic. And a beautiful mix (laughs) of all three is just, I think the perfect thing. Um, so what he asked us is tips for combating a hangover in Disney. Um, so we were thinking, you know, we would kind of tackle that head on and also think of places that you can go that are maybe a little bit more relaxing and a little bit off the beaten path to relax and that you aren't like go, go, going that next day if you are a little dehydrated and hungover. So, um, First of all, have you guys had notable hangovers at Disney? Yes. Yeah, okay. This sounds like you have a specific <laughs> well, one. Well, yeah, I mean, any food and wine, we have at least one day where we go really hard <laughs> and then wake up the next day and feel a little dead to the world, you know? It's... I feel like I can't remember. I must not say I've ever been hungover, but I feel like when I'm at Disney, I, I take, like, particular care particular care because I don't really don't want to be hungover. Maybe in your case, you should substitute sick. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was nothing I could do there. Yeah, I was hung over on a roast beef sandwich that was not adequately refrigerated. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think so either, but I do things there like that you said that are that I probably don't do at home normally. So it, when we get into this discussion, you can you'll be able to see. Are we not in a discussion now? No, well, no. no. <laughs> I will say this, you know, I think you kind you kind of have to plan for that if you're going to have a evening where you're where you're doing a bar crawl like we've talked about, you know, make sure that your next day doesn't start out with a, a rope drop at 7 a.m. or something oh, yeah. like yeah. that. That's, We're usually pretty good at that. That's something I think we actually really do plan for because we plan our late nights in advance of, you know, later mornings and similarly we go to bed a little bit earlier when we know that we're going to be hitting a park right at the opening or if there's extra magic hours or something yeah, like I'd that. Yeah, I'd say the advice would be don't go to a park the next day that has extra magic hours. Even if you go later, it's going to be busier because that's where the Disney guests will be. So um, I would avoid an extra magic hour uh, spot. Um uh- I said a general piece of advice that I think Scott is the most like hangover ready person in this group. I feel like there's been many a party where like I know like we had New Year's at our house one year and Scott's the guy that rolls up with like six Gatorades, (laughs) like knowing like before I leave here, I'm going to chug a Gatorade and I'm going to give some to who people I think need it. And you also seem like the type of person that before you leave, you would leave a Gatorade like right next to your bed. Yep. So you could be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna there's, drink a, that. there's a visual reminder of me wanting to care for myself. Let's say, speaking of Gatorades, we always bring down, they have the Gatorade packets. Yeah. The powdered packets. Yeah. So we'll buy like a container of them and like we'll have a Gatorade before we leave and then before we go to bed. That's my biggest thing is <laughs> I force myself if we've had quite a bit to drink. 
I force myself to have a Gatorade before I go to bed. And drink water. It's so important down in, in Orlando especially, and I, and I guess Southern California, places where it's hot, that I try and make sure, even when I'm not consuming alcohol, which obviously is, an, you know, dehydrates your body, but to drink plenty of water because that's what does it. I mean, your, your body's dehydrated. It gives you a headache. So I try and stay, yeah. like if I... I don't always practice what I preach, but I know at like weddings, I always try and be like, I'm going to go every other drink. I'll have a water. Yeah. that that's And the same help. applies for like food and wine. Like if you're at food and wine, you're hitting up those kiosks, like make sure you're bringing a bottle of water with you and maybe, and make sure in between when you're walking to and from your destinations, be drinking water. Don't forget that uh, Chase Lounge right there. You can hit the uh, yeah. Coke yeah. That's that's what I was gonna freestyle. say. The Coke Freestyle Machine. Nothing tastes better than like a good uh, carbonated, like certainly. sugary, straight up Coke after you're hungover. There's so, a DVC Lounge too. If you're a DVC the, member, you can yeah, go. DVC and the Chase Lounge during um, food and wine, and you could be any Chase Visa Chase card holder. Does Disney. not have to be the Disney Visa. Um, so that would be my suggestion. And I was also thinking, uh, like, food-wise, mm -hmm. what I would be into. Yeah, these are mostly preventative things we said so far. Yeah, but, like, right. what about, like, if you've already, like... like too you, bad, you've already... You already had... screwed up. You, you've woken up and you're like, oh, no. I got a pounding <laughs> headache. My stomach's kind of in knots. Where do we go from here? Well, Catherine. carbs are already always a good thing, I yes. think. in general. Um, and maybe after you roll out of bed, I'm thinking maybe you'll... Like wake up maybe like eleven or noon, and then <laughs> you can sleep in. And instead of running to a park where there's going to be a lot of kids screaming and a lot of people around, you can maybe go to Disney Springs to start because it's a little quieter during the day. Yeah, and mm -hmm. go to Homecoming and get an order of biscuits because oh, they're, they're amazing, they're and that you get a lot, and they're big, um, and you can just kind of pop those, and it's not like overwhelming, and it's not like your stomach's gonna turn because it's pretty much just biscuit. <laughs> they still um, have an Earl sandwich in Disney yep. Springs. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. I really like the Earl. I like a good sandwich for uh, like a late, like a lunch. Like I usually end up like if it it was really a long night, like a wedding or something, or a, a all day food and wine experience. I like to like sleep in, um, light breakfast if anything, maybe something to carve up and then I like a good sandwich, something with some decent amount of bread and some protein. Yeah, I, I like that. Another good one is uh food wise, the Tonga toast at Polynesian. Um and you don't have to go to Kona Cafe, which I thought was the only place that has it. It's at the quick service, Captain Cook's. So if you're there for like a late breakfast that's a good one because it's two giant slices of French toast. <laughs> Bananas stuffed in the middle. Yeah. I so, love that. Yeah, delicious. I was also going to say the Polynesian is just a nice area to hang out. Like maybe if you do want to go to the park later in the day, if you plan on going to the Magic Kingdom, maybe just catch an Uber while you still can <laughs> to the Polynesian. Hang out there. I think Kona Cafe has some amazing yeah. food. It's one of my favorite restaurants on property, actually. Um, and... You know, get some smaller things, something that's not going to overwhelm you or make you sick. I recommend the pot stickers and mm. the steamed buns are really good there. And that's like a kind of like a dense carb that would soak up some of the alcohol. And then you could just go out and sit outside and the terrace doesn't open till three or four. 
Um, so you could sit out there and they leave it open. So you could just sit out in the sun and, you know, relax and look at the water features. And it, it's quiet and there's not a lot of people out on that side, like where Cap yeah. we're on the other side of Captain Cook. I was going to say, check out what your resort has to offer, too. Like... Quiet pools, yes. hang out by the pool, relax. If you don't want to go into the parks right away, maybe go to Disney Springs, like you said, like pop a few biscuits, just kind of relax, come back, sit poolside, and just hydrate, hydrate, and then hit the parks later in the evening. Yep. There was a nice spot that we discovered on our last trip at Kadani Village um, that has a little fire pit, and it's like it's on the savanna. I feel like. You could like really dry out. Now bring your sunglasses because it's probably going to be bright. But uh, you know you can just kind of watch the animals, or you could just go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and sit in the air conditioning on the inside, and they have a viewing area of the savanna from the lodge. So you know you can just kind of sit in a comfy chair and and look over the savanna. Yeah, you know, pop a couple ibuprofen, watch some giraffes. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Holly and I both thought of um, the sci-fi dine-in as a decent <laughs> breakfast place the following morning if you can handle yeah. getting through the park to it i think it's only open for lunch no they've done breakfast he and his i've been there breakfast. get out yeah yes. sorry i thought it was only the star wars thing that they <laughs> no, did they breakfast, breakfast for i'm now. sorry wait you want disney pocket yeah you can get uh <laughs> you can get mickey waffles i mean oh. that's that's yeah. never a bad bad well, no. nice oh, that's a really hangover. that's a really good option then if it it's has. It's nice and dark. Yeah, you get coffee. Yeah, any it's quiet. Is, any place that's dimly lit is is yeah. a solid. Plus, you don't really have to pay attention to the film because you know it it's on repeat, so <laughs> right. you know what it is. And it's not blaring loud. I no. don't think so. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't think it is available for breakfast anymore. Isn't it anymore? Oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah, Maybe it, it is just like special. Well, no, but it wasn't when Scott went there. And it's less than two years ago that yeah, they had breakfast. because that was last huh. marathon. Right. Oh, scratch that. Yeah. There are other good Bummer. breakfast places well, that you are can always like, go there lunch. for lunch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because yeah, sleep it is in. a little bit cheaper. Sleep in. Sleep it off. If you need a little hair of the dog, they have some beer there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, I was going to ask the group what their thoughts on hair of the dog. Like, is that... It depends how for... bad off I am. Okay. Like if I, I like if I have like a mild headache, I could do a little bit of day drinking. But if I'm like I've had hangovers where I've just been like bedridden, sure. like I feel like I got hit by a truck. Like last try not to do that. <laughs> yeah, don't that's... go that far because if you can always combat a bad hangover with like a bad like a headache with ibuprofen. But like if your body aches because of hangover, like maybe. Maybe don't. It's, it's such do a crap. It's such a cop out to be like the best. Um, mm-hmm. The best way to not get a hangover is to not drink too much. But you're asking for this. You're asking for advice on what happens when you've already you've already made. Well, I think we're differentiating between where you can't even roll out of bed from your resort. Yeah, there's to... a difference between a little bit of a headache and like some like a little knot in your stomach and just incapacitated. <laughs> I so think, yeah, I think we have to give advice for hey, I'm just not a hundred percent. I'm like 85, 80 percent. You know, I yeah, can make don't it. get just destroyed really in any aspect of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Say, How about, uh, pick, oh. pick a night where you're going to go to town and then the following day just relax poolside just have a, yeah, a quiet make that your re- resort day your resort day mm-hmm. and i think yeah do your do your resort day and then do disney springs at night if you're not an annual pass holder you could yeah. always save you know park, save on yeah. a park ticket that day yeah. and that's a good day yeah that's a fun day now if you are 
forced into having to go into the park. Um, maybe you're there with your family. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you have to go into the park, there are a few quiet spots within the park. I was thinking as like attractions and shows are concerned. The Carousel of Progress is a good one. Hall yep. President, American Adventure. Even Finding Nemo, the musical, it's real dark and really people cool. moving. Ellen's Energy Adventure. Oh, yeah. Nice 45 yeah. minutes. Oh, that's a spaceship you can, Earth. You can, done. You, you could even probably lay down. Like, oh, yeah, in a for row. sure. You would like have if you sat in the back row. of a yeah. vehicle. Yeah, that oh. is not let's, the land. Let stupid Judy just lull you <laughs> to a nice slumber. <laughs> yeah, how, about, um, how about coffee options? I know oh, people love their... Get that yeah. off. Yeah, there's we, Starbucks. Each park has a, its mm-hmm. own Starbucks. There's two at Disney Springs. There's a so, new one at the Magic Kingdom over in Tomorrowland. Oh, the Joffrey's thing, yeah. No, you haven't, for sure. No. It just opened. Yeah, that's a nice option. But I've option. been to all of the Starbucks before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, they used to... No, I'm not going to even say yeah. that, because if it doesn't exist anymore, I'm going to feel like a schmuck. But they used to have a really good iced coffee in adventure land that was just like a disney like a plain old iced coffee it used to be where aloha isle is like the big one with the big counter where the oh, sorcerers yeah. of the magic kingdom that was so good but speaking of that i think that the the dole whip would be a good mm, you don't get too cold that i, I feel like that would give me brain sugary freeze. yeah maybe oh. i don't know I, maybe too sugary fallout fails i don't uh, know churro uh, oh gosh yeah. that'll cure all no. that ails you no. that'll turkey, turkey, turkey leg. what about just getting doing the nacho challenge by yourself <laughs> yeah. it's better out than in yeah right oh, oh lord God. yeah that's that sounds terrible uh, um, but there are a lot of like more quiet paths I, even just like you want to hang out in the Mexico Pavilion? The boat ride's pretty soothing and quiet. Morocco Spice Road. Ooh. Yes, that's a nice. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought breeze. It's it's, it's dark even middle not of the day. Too it's, yeah, that's a good spot. There's a what lot of places be? where you can like kind of take it easy. So right. don't be afraid to take it easy. That's also. I know that you're going to, a lot of people are like, I spent so much money on this vacation. I only have X amount of days to spend. Like, and now I'm hungover and now like I'm, I'm miserable and now I'm wasting a day. You could, but like, you might as well make the most of a bad situation. (laughs) If you push yourself, then you might ruin the rest of your vacation. Take the day to recover. It's the Mm -hmm. same if like, if you're sick at Disney, which I've been a few times, like I've had colds, like. Instead of, like, pushing yourself, like, take the day, hang out, rest up, like, don't push yourself, and then at least the rest of your vacation can be salvaged. So don't be afraid to take a day for you. Real quick, what would you avoid most? Children. <laughs> Fantasy land at one o'clock. Your yeah. family. I would, av- I would avoid Tower of Terror most of all. <laughs> Yeah, what's Animal really, Kingdom what's really when it's bumpy. like yeah. at noon, like yeah. it's hot. Yeah, mid. hot. I, I think. How about uh, what's the what's the name of Primeval World? That's oh. a little like oh, your brain kind oh. of hits D- the dinosaur diner. for me. Dino, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. people yeah. just in general. So just avoid Animal <laughs> Kingdom. I would just go to places Main that aren't as densely populated. When everyone's yeah, that's loud. Like yeah. during parades, like I can imagine that would be terrible. Small world just seems terrible. I just pictured mm-hmm. myself just hungover, standing in the middle of Main Street, and then, <laughs> then it's like so let it up, let it up, it's a celebration. The movie, the movie, shake it, dance party, and just me wanting to die. 
I just picture Buzz Lightyear like grabbing Buzz her. Lightyear. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're having flashbacks while we're podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way I could do Small World. Yeah, the repeated little... song. I would literally jump uh, out of the There's road. some good <laughs> there's some good cues that I'm thinking Space like Mountain. Space Mountain Pirates. Pirates cool, would be a good one they yeah. can dark. Really... You know, you could just like you're yeah, you're standing around like Mansion would be uh, good for the, that too. Tom Sawyer's Island, the rocking ah. chairs to sit there and just Also, not a lot of people. <laughs> right. Yeah, true. No. Just chill. Or the riverboat too. I mean, you could. They have I wasn't a fan of the riverboat. Well, boat. they have like places where you can sit and you just just chill out. Just chill and out. And the train too. You could ride yeah. the train over and over and over. No one makes you get <laughs> no. off the train. You could do that. The train all station. Day. I could seriously oh, just yeah. ride the people mover over <laughs> and over <laughs> yeah. and over. And over. Yeah. <laughs> Slip the guy a five. Just, uh, keep do they make you get off? Can you? Uh, yeah, yeah, they make yeah, you. Yeah, do yeah, you can't yeah, request yeah, to stay on. Okay. Pretty. I've never tried it, but with a VIP tour guide, you can't. Okay. Yeah, but that was that would be. Get yourself a plaid. Yeah, yeah you can buy a plaid yeah. and have them protect you from the sun. <laughs> we'll say all our favorites. Well, the four out of five Nomad Lounge. Yeah. Yes. Nomad yeah, Lounge. that's a nice area. That's, I, I just fear that's going to change in a month. Yeah. 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 With all the traffic going by. And also, we didn't really say anywhere else in Hollywood Studios. Is there like yeah, we one mainstream? Yeah. There's just no. Um, I mean, like where starring roles used to be. There's that little like seating I, I area. Said, we, we've sat a few times uh, and just like sipped our Starbucks. But right behind yeah. the Starbucks, there's maybe ten or so tables with umbrellas, and usually it's shady back there anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's a good little spot. That it's quiet. Yeah, and- it's. There's just so much of Hollywood Studios that is like whipping you around. I mean, you could Uh, not ride Midway Mania mm -hmm. after that. Great movie ride. Oh, Oh, maybe that would be good, yeah. The only problem with that is I would get so ticked off at the person, you know, yelling into the mic. Yeah, I love movies. You're like I Be hate everything. <laughs> you can always watch the Indiana Jones show, but yeah. that has a little bit of explosions yeah. in it too. There's the Brown Derby Lounge outside. Mm-hmm. That could be nice to sit and just people watch and yeah, or just get a bench at the hub yeah. and just or sit in the hub grass. The hub grass is a popular spot, but. It might be a little too busy depending on what your mm. how the mood strikes you. So be responsible, people. Make good decisions. <laughs> yeah. There's also the boardwalk because that's a little yeah. less crowded. You could go out and sit on the beach yeah. outside of Epcot. Like it's so funny because a lot of these places that you're mentioning are places that I would also list as places to drink. No, but like if you just went out and got like a water bottle and went and sat out on the lounge chairs yeah. on the beach at the beach club, like on the actual beach, like that would be really relaxing. You get a slice of pizza on the boardwalk. I think pizza is a good regulator. Yeah. Well, later just, uh, in the evening, if you're looking to just kind of relax, there's the Bellevue at the boardwalk that you can only order alcoholic drinks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if one won't hurt you, but it's pretty I think for a quiet, quiet. place, it's not. It's oh, a nice yeah. lounge. Even during the day, because no one is there, yeah. that would be a spot. And there's also a really nice little, that's where how you access the balconies. Mm-hmm. They'll look over the, like, the quad of the boardwalk. So you yeah. could go up through the Bellevue Lounge, and then they have, like, really plush, like, lawn furniture out there that you could just sit there and I don't think anyone knows that exists no, no one's ever out there so yeah. with the exception <clears throat> of its size my pick for best hangover resort would be Coronado Rick's lounge is dark it's got the hammocks outside the quiet pools are always vacant 
The beaches. Beaches. I've definitely had a good siesta on one of the hammocks on those artificial beaches yeah. around the lake. Hmm. And that's a nice... Uh, I, I love... Uh, it just never on. seems crowded around there. And they got nice quiet pools. Yeah. Another spot in a value <laughs> resort would be at Art of Animation, the Cars Pool. Mm. They have the cones. So if you got there early enough where you could grab a cone, you could... Oh, right. They're shade. like little cabanas. Yeah, and then you could fit... Mm -hmm. Like, either a table and four chairs or two big chase lounges in there. Like, you could, you know, get your get your food at the court and bring it over and just eat and, eat in the cone. Yeah, and take a nap. Pull it up. Yeah. Yeah, and that way you don't feel, like, just disgusting. Like, you've been, like, <laughs> napping in your hotel room all day. Like, at least you were at, at least, least you At least you can say you're one with nature. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, yeah. And that concludes Hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting... Yeah, right. <laughs> waiting for that since the beginning of the episode. Hang up. Hang. Why the hell are they blinking? <laughs> that hilarious twelve days of Christmas. Parody. Twelve pains. Twelve of pains of Christmas. Christmas. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. I hope, hopefully, that was actually so, there were some pieces of information that you could deem positive towards <laughs> combating hangovers at Disney. I think I think there was some. Good. Good. I think so too. So that brings us to last call. Does anyone have any last call items? Holly? Well, we like I said, we're we're purchasing well, you can purchase sorry, I can't even talk right now. Run Disney. If you're looking to run the half marathon this upcoming fall for the food and wine half marathon. Send us um, a message, and we will be gladly to get you a race bib um, and find a room for you. And then Star Wars for next year for 2018, race bibs are available. For the the dark side. So the dark side was actually today, today the half right? marathon. Yeah. So congrats if any listeners did that. But, yeah, they have early access for to bibs for next year. So we have access to those. So if you're interested, you have to book by May 1st. So send us a email, Facebook. Uh, the email is wdwhappyhour at nevergrowvacations.com. And in the fall, you can run with three of us. Mm -hmm. Yes. For uh, and you can drink with two of us. Yeah, there you there go. You go. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, me, Rob, and Scott will be running the challenge. We'll be doing the 10K and the half marathon. Woo. So if you're interested in joining us, <laughs> contact us, and we can. Help you find a room and get some race bibs if you want to race or drink with Pawalshies. <laughs> I think that's a better. I think that's a better deal. It involves a lot less physical exertion. <laughs> this is true. So, and then we can test out those hangover tips. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We can put. We can put our uh, our. I plan to test. do both. Oh yeah. I like that. Um, one other item. We mentioned the gondolas, the gondola uh, transportation system. Seems like that's a go. Again, Disney hasn't confirmed it, but they, um, the Reedy Creek Improvement District um, released some documents that this is happening. It's all but confirmed yes. at this point. Yep. A um, couple of quick Star Wars news that we didn't... I know we talked about Star Wars Celebration at length. Um, for those who haven't seen... The uh, Last Jedi trailer was released. That will be Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, uh, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Got some good scenes with Rey and a lightsaber, and 
if you're into Star Wars, you've probably already seen it, but maybe you missed it. So go check out the Last Jedi trailer. And they also mentioned, um, they announced officially Star Wars Battlefront 2. I know that a lot of people, uh, well, I, I know that Scott, myself, and Rob had all played the first Star Wars Battlefront. The big thing is that there's a big single player campaign. In the first one, there was no single player story. It was all multiplayer based and... The single-player story, I think you are basically playing a, uh, a someone on the Empire side. So you're playing a bad guy. It's a female protagonist, I guess, huh. an anti-hero of sorts that is in like a special forces of, uh, of the Empire, a stormtrooper, if you will. And it seems like a really interesting story. And they said it's fully canon, and it's set to take place immediately after Return of the Jedi. So there's a scene like where they're on a beach and they look up and they see the second Death Star explode and it's how they deal with that. So hopefully that's awesome. It looks great. I'd be more inclined to play it because I, that was the biggest gripe for me with the first one was uh, with the lack of a uh, single player. Yeah, I hate human interaction too. Yeah. But I couldn't get... I I had to go online and I, I was so bad at the game and then <laughs> oh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't like practice so Rob was like this is so dumb yeah so I think I'd be more inclined to play this and try and get better at it so I could play online they also announced that Star Wars Rebels is in its last season season 4 yeah that's right yeah for what it's worth this show is Star Wars packed yeah for real and uh, anyone else have last call on Marvel news. Ooh. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy will be coming out within the next uh, two weeks, I guess, right. on the 5th of May. Uh, and they just released the uh, Awesome Mix Volume 2. So it's really, really, really good. It is And it'll good. get you pumped for Guardians of the Galaxy. And if you live in California, you could also go to DCA and look at the new Tower of Terror because it is really coming along, and that's going to open pretty darn soon. So that'll be opening at the same time as Pandora opens to start the summer yeah. off. In that same realm, they announced Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be directed by James Gunn, who did the first two. Mm-hmm. So they've already announced that, too. Nice. I'm very excited for Volume 2. Me, yeah. too. Love that. Love that playlist. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's it. So thank you to everyone for an awesome year. Everyone yeah, around this table and everyone out there listening, wherever you may be. We've had listeners, as we've seen, from all over the U.S. and all over the world. Um, you know, so it's been quite a ride. We're going to keep doing this and having more adventures to share with you so it's been a good year and that's it okay (laughs) one more time it's been a good year (laughs) all right so i guess all that's left is yeah Cheers. cheers cheers